Hey there, this is Jenny Chen. I'm the founder of 3D Heels. Welcome to the Lattice Podcast, the official podcast for 3D Heels. This is where you will find fun but in depth conversations with technological game changers, creative minds, entrepreneurs, rule breakers, and more. Focusing on how we can use 3D technologies like 3D printing and bioprinting to reinvent healthcare and even life sciences. This podcast will also include AMA or Ask Me Anything sessions, past Instagram live interviews with influencers, and other direct engagements with our tribe. Thank you guys for joining us.、Uh, feel free to type your questions for Daniel、uh, today as, as we are talking, and I'm happy to address these questions or concerns at the end of this interview.、Um, so I want to introduce Daniel Martinez Pereira. I hope I pronounced your name correctly. <laughs> It's okay. Don't worry.、Okay. What, what should I say?、Uh, Daniel Martinez Pereira. Okay. I have to practice. It's the, it's the same. <laughs> Don't worry, Dan. Okay, great. Awesome. So, and so Dan is a co founder of an awesome on time microbiome 3D printable material company called Copper 3D. I like the title of your company because it's very clear to tell everybody what it does.、Um, and so, Dan, you actually have a very long track record in doing innovations in healthcare, and currently you're the chief innovation officer. For Copper 3D.、Yeah. And you've been all over the world when the pandemic hasn't happened. You're visiting the US and you're visiting the world to、um, find partners and collaborators for Copper 3D, which is still at a, 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 pre, a, a small startup.、Uh, it's still at a very early stage.、Yeah. Um, so after that intro, I think everybody kind of w a n t to know. What is the story behind starting a company? Because you're definitely a veteran in healthcare. Why did you decide to do this? Yeah, it's a, it's a long story, to be honest.、Uh, this is my third、uh, company, my, my third startup. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm the, like, the entrepreneur of the team. We are a senior team of prof- professionals.、Uh, we are not young guys, we are in, in our 40s.、Uh, But the, the, the story of Copper 3D starts in, in, a, in an academic context,、uh, in a Master of Innovation here in Chile,、uh, where I met my, my colleagues, my partners,、uh, Andres and Claudio.、Uh, Andres is, is, a mechanical, is an electrical engineer, and Claudio is a, is a, is a medical doctor. I'm a physical therapist.、Uh, this is my profession. Then, then I, 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 I get an, an MBA degree and then a Master of Innovation. So, my, my background is in, in the, in the, more in the marketing, in the management sector in healthcare industry、uh, here in Chile.、Uh, basically, clinics, hospitals, and pharmaceuticals. Okay?、Uh, and, and, and in the context of this master, we, we are doing the job that innovation does, basically, to fund for big global problems to solve. And, and we get to this、uh, very interesting mix between 3D printing and medicine. And, and we started to look、uh, into this、uh, intersection of these fields.、Uh, and we get to this problem of the high bacterial burden, the high bacterial load that has this, for example, this kind of、uh, orthosis or prosthetics in、uh, 3D printed. Okay?、Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a big problem. I mean, it's a. 3D printing is an incredible technology. But when you land this technology into healthcare, you're starting to. To, to, 
to look at this problem of bacterial burden. And bacterial burden in a medical device is a, is a huge problem because you, if, if it's this, for example, you, you will expect to have a skin irritations first and then a fungal or a bacterial in infections in the skin. So it, it, it is a big problem. So th that is the, the first, the first uh, observation that uh, lead us to, to the work of Compare3D now. So basically we, we said, uh, maybe we can solve this problem. And, and this is not a problem of the design of the medical device. This is a problem of the material. This material is, is, is a polymer, this is PLA, but any material is, 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 is a polymeric material, it's porous, uh, complex geometries. This is not easy to, to clean, for example, for a patient. So you will expect high bacterial burden. Uh, and then we, we realized that we need to hack the materials uh, used by the 3D printing industry. Uh, and most of all, to use it in the in the biomedical 3D printing industry, and that 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 was the the, the initials of copper 3D. Basically, what we do is we again we hack the materials with an additive based on, on nano copper. Uh, it's a patented additive. It's a it's a Chilean development. We are you, you know we are Chileans. We are expert in wine and copper. That is our expertise. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's true. We we have pretty good wines here in in our country. So yeah, uh, yeah yes. So the, uh, and, and then well, innovation in, innovation drives you to to the to prototype, to test, to validate, to make a validations of the market, the the, the business model, and uh, all, all the journey of of the innovation process. And then we decided uh, when we closed the, the, the program, the academic program, um, we decided to, to move forward and to, to go, go to market with this, the first material, which is uh, this one, which is PLA active. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and with this material, you, you can think about the, the first, um, the initials of the antimicrobial 3D printing sector, which is now, it's now a sector. Uh, we have competitors. Uh, it's a growing, it's a booming sector right That's now. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we are in the, we are still in, in the middle of a pandemic. So we have right now a huge, huge awareness of, of the global population about the virus, bacteria, fungus and infections. And, and, the, and this, this is a, a huge problem right now. So we are uh, in, in a good spot today. We are trying to, to help. We are trying to to collaborate with with our community and to other communities around the world, to uh, and to inspire uh, the the professional sector and the pro maker sector to develop new antimicrobial objects, antimicrobial things uh, for the use in like everyday objects, um, but also um, like medical devices. Why not? Awesome. Yeah. Now I remember you guys came out before the pandemic. When, when pandemic and antimicrobial is not really everybody's focus in life. Yeah. Um, but it's really the pandemic sort of kind of put you guys in a spot uh, in a way. Um, yeah. And you already answered the question that I wanted to ask is why did you pick copper? Because uh, there is a, a, other a metal materials <coughs> yeah. like silver and zinc that you could do similar things, right? But but the, but the answer for that that is a very good question. We we choose copper because again we are expert. We we are a country expert in copper. But the, yeah. but, but besides that, 
copper is is a very uh, is a very uh, human friendly material if you want it's not cytotoxic at, at least our additive is not cytotoxic is biocompatible so uh, you you didn't expect to to have problems in, in contact with the skin of the patient for example <clears throat> uh, and the other the other aspect is the the price uh, you know i mean nano, nano silver nano gold are also working uh, additive but the price is like double or triple or even more uh, and the price of nano copper is is, is less and it's super effective it's mm -hmm. much it's even more effective than, than nano silver so that's why we choose copper cool i'd love to talk more about economics side later on but right now let's focus on the technology side um so so pardon me of my ignorance and and also do not devour any kind of preparatory information in public. Um, is, is this something like, like you have to modify the copper first before you add into the PLA filament or, uh, or is it just like powder, uh, powder you just add it in there? Yeah, it, it, again, very good question. If, if you see PLA active, for example, you see basically PLA, this is regular PLA, okay? You, you don't see like a, a, like the heaviness or the color of copper or of actual copper of the metal copper okay so uh, the the first the, the first thing to clarify here is this is still pla it, and, and behaves as pla <clears throat> but the, but what we do with the additive it is first this is a, a super fine powder of nano copper in in a in a salt, uh, in, in, in a salt of copper formulation with other elements that call carriers and stabilizers of the additive. With that, with that elements, you can avoid the particles to, to make clots because clots can ruin the material. You, you lost the homogeneity of the material with this clot, with this agglomeration. Mm -hmm. So this is a very important aspect. And the other aspect, which is super important is <clears throat> this, other elements that are acts as uh, a regulators of the rate of liberation of copper ions because everybody ask ask us what exactly eliminates a, vi a virus or, or a bacteria is a nanoparticle no the, the answer is no you 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 don't see nanoparticles uh, going outside the material the nanoparticles are embedded are trapped in the into this polymeric matrix but what the, the additive does is that releases copper ions. We, we are talking about subatomic particles, okay? Yeah. Copper ions. And this copper ions is like a subatomic bullet that break the membrane of the virus and the bacteria and once inside, break the DNA or yeah. destroy the DNA. And, and this is a very, very... And in, in fact, you have four these different mechanism of actions of these copper ions uh, that acts in parallel and very quickly so that is a very uh, important thing because, uh, you know, uh, antimicrobial resistance, antimicrobial resistance is bacteria that learns the mechanism of action of uh, an antibiotic. But in this case, when, when you have nanocopper and you have these copper ions, uh, there, there is four mechanism of actions acting in parallel. So there is no way that a bacteria, for example, can learn and bypass and get resistant to, to these uh, copper ions or these nanocopper additives. So th that is a very important aspect today because of the, besides COVID and, and all, all this pandemic situation, 
uh, antimicrobial resistance is a huge problem right now in, in, inside the, the hospitals and clinics and healthcare yes, facilities. It's, it's the one of the top um, morbidity or, or, or um, yep. uh, effect of going to a hospital. I mean, hospital is really not that safe uh, if you think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so let me just summarize what you just said. My understanding is you're saying basically the nano composite, the reason why it's called composite, you have all these other chemicals that are holding the copper iron stable so that you can embed this into, you know, say some other materials so that yep. it can be used uh, and released uh, in a yep. proper fashion. Exactly. Okay, cool. And, exactly. and um, <laughs> so I have quite a few questions on the tech side also. Um, is this going to create a super bug? Because think about it, you're, if you're like killing these viruses and, and bacteria, we're all now kind of worried about mutations and variants. Is this going to create a superbug? I, I don't, well, literature, it, this is not what, what I think. Literature says that the, there is no way that, that a bug, for example, a superbug can get resistant to copper because, because, this, uh, because the different mechanism of factions that act from copper through a, a bacteria or a virus. But eventually, eventually, maybe in the future, you can get a, 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 a strain of bacteria, for example, that maybe can get more resistant to copper. And when that, uh, when that could happen, uh, we are already developing more additives because this is pure nano, nano copper, but you can mix nano copper plus nano zinc or mm -hmm. nano zinc plus nano silver, and right. you can you you can put in into these uh, materials different formulations of additives. So we're outsmarting, hmm? we're outsmarting the bacteria in a way. Yep. Yeah. Basically, that is that is that is how we how we think is how we can through nanotechnology and polymers in this case or or materials how we can protect us from from this uh, this this very dangerous microbes. Awesome. And then you said you hack material. So the first kind of material you hack for 3D printing is the PLA filament, yeah. which I yeah. really like it because it's, it's, a, it's a sustainable kind of material from, bio, yeah. uh, from the 3D printing industry. But what about the other materials? Are, are you guys thinking about, you know, creating some products as resin-based? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the second material is, is um, MDFlex, which is a TPU-based material. Okay. This is, for example, a, 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 a cell phone case 3D printed with MD Flex. Yeah. Uh, you can see it's, it's flexible. Uh, but, but obviously, we are moving to, to other technologies with basically SLA, SLS. You have a, a huge potential there. Uh, and and you, can, you can disrupt the, the, you can really disrupt the, the medical device industry with, imagine this, with medical device like uh, that perform also as a wide spectrum antibiotic. It's a, a medical device plus antibiotic. That is a that is a super disruptive uh, thing, and we are moving in, in that direction. Cool. Um, I know that you brought some examples, and you already showed us a couple. Um, do you have some uh, something more you want to show us? That's, that's the fun. Thing yeah, I, I have a I have a lot of things. I, I want to to show you first. Uh, uh, I want to go from complex to more simpler objects. Okay. This is a cone. This is a, the half, a half of a cone. Okay. I don't know if, if, you, if you can see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is this? This is a prototype of an interface between mother and, and child. 
And this is to prevent the transmission of HIV from mother to child through breast milk. Oh. Yeah. Um, the, again, this is a prototype, but we test the concept in laboratory. We test the concept in, in, a, in a microbiology laboratory here in Chile. And the thing is, uh, let me let me get my, my if you sorry if you if you put um, contaminated milk in this case yeah mm -hmm. contaminated milk and, and you you pass the milk for this like maize structure yeah uh, you get to a, a a situation where you can expand the surface of contact uh, of the milk with the material with the, this is an active material. And with this expansion of the surface of contact, you can expect to a, a very steep decrease in the viral burden in, the, in, in a couple of seconds. This is validated in laboratory. We want to move forward and to test, uh, to make like field tests. And, and we are also working with our university here in Chile uh, to, to test this uh, with a, another university and, and a couple of hospitals in Africa. That is, that is a, 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 like a, a, a social project, if, if you want, for us. But we, we, really, we really want to, to validate this. Because if you can... Uh, ah, ah, the other thing, this is, this is a cone that you can put inside a, like a milk extractor or like a, like a yeah. bottle, a bottle a for, for babies, yeah. Yeah. a pump, okay? Uh, but basically, the, the, thing, the thing here uh, here is this is actually working, okay? So the concept, and you can apply this concept to other objects. For example, let's let's think about a bottle where where, uh, where you pour uh, contaminated water and you you pass the water for the, uh, a similar structure than this, and in a couple of minutes you can drink that water. I okay? think that's awesome. Yeah, it can be yep. applied to many different things, even just a regular, yeah, a regular drinking water for me to carry around. Yeah. Absolutely. Why or for hikers, yeah. the, the, hikers in the, in, in the, in the woods, uh, it, it will be also, also a, a very cool application. So this is one of the concepts that we, uh, we have uh, already validated and, and we, are, we are thinking about what we can, what, what, what we can make with this concept and with, with, in collaboration with who and, and to address what a specific problem. Mm -hmm. We are in, in, that, in that process right now. That's awesome. That is that is that is like a, a more complex application, but uh, into the into the more simpler applications. Well, you 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 already see that this is this is a, a injection molding mask. This okay. is the the Maverick mask. So this is this is a material called Laprin, uh, which is basically the same material that use that you can found in the in the scuba dive mask, but this is a, a an antimicrobial Laprin. We put additive to everything. <laughs> so this is a, a, an antimicrobial mask, uh, a, a more, a, another application. And, and this is, this is a very interesting. We are about to launch today uh, mm -hmm. a, a couple of designs of, for iPhone, I think it's iPhone 11 and iPhone 12 for basically a cell phone case. And, and the, the problem with the cell phone case, yeah, and it's very, well validated and, and very well uh, studied, uh, you you can expect to have around 20 or 30 times the bacterial burden in this in this object more than in a public restroom. 
So, oh so this God. is this is thirty times more contaminated than than a public restroom. That is that is the studies. That is science. Oops, that's really yep. gross. Uh, 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 yeah, it's gross. But maybe it's not a huge problem for me or for you. But if you are a doctor, or if you are a, a nurse, and you are in a hospital, and and you are with with patient, this is a problem. So, in 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 the in this situation, in this COVID situation, we wanted to to first to make a, a, a statement as a company, uh, as first the awareness of hey, you have in your pocket like a, a super filthy element. You can you can wash your hands one hundred times a, a day, but but you touch your 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 cell phone more than two hundred times a day. So it's impossible to to have your your hands clean touching your your cell phone. So an antimicrobial cell phone case is a super simple application, super super simple application, but it's super effective in in stopping or, or breaking the chain of contamination from hand to object to hand. And uh, we are about to, again, to liberate this, this design and I hope to, to the community to download the design and to start printing with, with antimicrobial materials. That is the idea. And get and goes very well. It's a, it's a very simple, sleek design. We have different designs for, for cell phone case. So and and the other thing we, we you can think about, but what about a uh, scale? How you scale the the because this is a, a two-hour print, okay? But uh, we are already producing the, uh, and this is injection molding. Mm -hmm. This is like a like a, a a more professional, if you want, or more, more industrial cell phone case. This yeah. is made in in China uh, with our polymers. Okay. But this is injection molding. So this is an antimicrobial injected molding um, cell phone case. And so, so we are to about... Just to answer my, my question that's in my head is your material can be applied to many different manufacturers. The, addi the additive can, can, you can... You can use the additive into the 3D printing sector in any technology, in FDM, SLA, SLS, and so on. But you can put the additive into, uh, or you can use the additive in other technologies like thermoforming or injection molding. And this is injection molding, okay? This is a more industrial way to produce an object. So you can, you can, uh, uh, um, uh, in that case, we are not talking about filament. Obviously, we are talking about pellet in a pellet format. In in a in a additive, you you can you can mix the additive with these polymers, and then you inject the polymer. And the, these babies goes to laboratory and prove that it's also antimicrobial, and that 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 is that is because the additive is not because obviously the polymer. So that is the magic behind behind what we do. We can hack any material. Mm -hmm. You can use that material in different different technologies, three D printing or outside three D printing, and you can create antimicrobial objects. So, cool, so, so copper 3D really is um, beyond 3D printing. It's, yeah. it's basically auto manufacturing process. Yeah. Um, now, going back to the story that we started this conversation is how you started the journey. Um, you guys were trying to solve intersection of medical device and possibly using 3D printing yeah. uh, with a better material. Um, it, this concept of this material can be applied to all manufacturing is this like something that came later or you've always, you, you guys always had this idea at, at the beginning? 
no, no. We, we had this idea at the beginning because, again, we, we, we are a country very expert in this kind of antimicrobial additives. Um, just for you to know, in, in Chile, we have a, a, a very, Chile is a, is a hub of, of innovation around uh, antimicrobial solution cover-based, okay? Uh, there is a lot, a lot of companies here doing, for example, antimicrobial textiles, like mm -hmm. for scraps, antimicrobial scraps for medical staff, uh, antimicrobial uh, toothbrushes, uh, antimicrobial towels, underwear, um, uh, paints, coatings. There is a, a lot of companies doing, doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we, again, we, we take this additive and put into the into the three D printing sector, aiming to 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 solve this problem with with medical devices. But but again, you can you can take this additive and put into another uh, into another polymers for another uh, applications in another industries. So in, in, in the future, in the near future, for example, you can expect to go to an airport. You see, you see the, 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 the trays of the airport are super, super, super filthy. Uh, you, can, you can think about antimicrobial trays in the airport or in the, on, inside the airplanes, antimicrobial textile or, or polymers in, in, in the seats of the, or, or in the cabin of, the, of the, an airplane. So there is a lot of applications of the additive and uh, obviously a lot of applications in, into the 3D printing sector. Cool. Well, in a way, it sounds like I shouldn't be surprised that Copper 3D happened in Chile. Yeah. So um, I'm going to end with a, let's see if, oh, okay, there's some other, there were some questions. I'm seeing some questions. Um, okay. Well, I have one final question for you before I go to the questions um, is, um, what are some of the big lessons uh, starting in your startup journey so far that you've learned that you can share with us? The, I, so many. <laughs> there is many lessons, but if, if I can give you like one lesson, like for me, what is the big one lesson is this. Um, to, to, to found a startup is a, is, it's a, a tricky thing. It's not easy. It's difficult. And you have to, you, you, you need a, a super strong fuel. And that fuel is passion about what, you, what you're doing. If you don't have passion and, and if you really don't believe that, that the, the project uh, where you are is not, uh, is not impacting the world, uh, you have to switch and think about uh, anything else. But if you really believe in, in your technology, uh, if you really want to make an impact and if you really want to, to go beyond your frontiers, I mean, again, we are in Chile, we are in the south of the world, pretty, pretty far away from the big centers of innovations. Uh, but if you are not really uh, uh, passionate about your project, uh, maybe it's not your project. That's a really good advice. I echo the same. All right, mm. so we have one question for you. It says, where do we buy, where can we buy the phone case? By ah, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, right now we are, we are not selling, actually selling the phone case yet. We will, maybe eventually we will, uh, mm. but you can, you can do, download the, the design of the, the, okay. the, the STLs of the, yeah. of the iPhone 11 and 12 from mm -hmm. cover3d.com in applications in Great. in applications you you put mdk's end. 
Yeah, but you can they can buy your filament anytime they want. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. We have a huge re network of resellers around the world. Yeah. Uh, can they buy it online directly, or they have to buy it through some reseller? Amazon in, in US, oh, Amazon. you can okay, you can go to Amazon. Uh, our distributor there is three D three D print like. Awesome. I will share. I will share those links um, after the session. Um, Perfect. It doesn't look like we have more questions. We're also kind of running out of time, unfortunately. But but Danielle, it's always a pleasure to connect with you. And I'm sure we can have do another Instagram live some Absolutely. other time Absolutely. and have some updates for everybody. But thank you so much for the session today. And um, thank you for your invitation, Danielle. Great talk to you. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. That's it for this episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 3D Heels, and check out the links in the show notes. See you next time.